We're live. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm in Germany right now. You are in Germany right now. I mean, I'm not, obviously. I'm looking at you. (laughs) Hold on a second. This is AR. (laughs) You have AR glasses. (laughs) Hmm. AR? VR? Something. (laughs) Anyway. Yep. I might be looking for postcards. Yeah. Did you know, Aaron, that there's people in the world that think I'm an artist? (laughs) They think that for a bit. Yeah. And we'll let them do that. You know what, though? We've never seen such an outpouring of giving as to, uh, I think. You're treating this like a charity event. It's a sort of. I I think it's a patronage of the arts. Well, it is um, subjective, I guess, you know? Even Picasso had his critics. And you're not Picasso. And I have way more critics than him. Look, I am really stepping it up. You know, know, I accept your artistry. I think I'm just going to go ahead and accept it. Um, Even though that Cody drawing was... Unparalleled. Definitely unparalleled. (laughs) Six Uh, feet under parallel, but... So, yeah, this is all silly and in good fun, Mm -hmm. but holy cow, the outpouring on Patreon has been absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. In the comments... But <laughs> let's not worry about the comment. I don't know if those are necessary. No, it's good. I uh, like our rap battle, though. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Can we show up with a pre-written rap? <laughs> Just talking to each other. Yeah. Spoken hello. word. We'll need snappers. Oh. oh um. But no. So. Wow. A lot. On, Heck yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. really. This has done something yeah. on Patreon. Uh. <laughs> No, really. No, I. So I, just I really do like, want to say thank you because yeah. we added a lot of supporters mm-hmm. last week. In fact, so many that I'm thinking about how we're going to add a new tier and what that's going to mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like the five dollar tier, those will forever only be the only people to get the producer T-shirt. Yep. But I think like we need to come up with a cool plan for a higher level tier mm-hmm. and what that would be. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. Yeah. But um, super for what may be getting close to one of the last times we can name every single Patreon, mm-hmm. hit it. We actually have to let's scroll. Yeah, there might um, be a weird pause. I'll read, and Daniel can scroll, and let's okay. hope that we can sync that. Sync that up. Yeah, synchronized right? scrollers. Is that an Olympic Ooh. event? Should be, because I think we're about to do it. Okay. Right? Better than art. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a saying. <laughs> it's not, but it should be. All right. Thank you, Allison, Alan, Brian, Catherine, Chad, Cindy, Dela, Deborah, Dryad Gaming Company, Holly, James, Jeremy, Jesse, Josh, K- Kelly, Lindsay, Megan, Sean, and Tyler. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it means it really Ooh. does means a oh, lot. Oh yeah, my face hurt yesterday. Like, Daniel and I were going back and forth via text, and I was just like, my cheeks hurt from smiling. I was like, what? Yeah. Because I had done a few things and was mistaken. I was like, hold on. Well, uh, yeah, speechless. It was good. Thank you so, so So, uh, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash look what I did. You get access to some really cool behind the scenes content. We're coming up with some other really cool things. Yeah. Um, Right now, uh we're doing kind of a neat thing for the existing Patreons, but some, some new stuff will keep coming up. So yeah. Yeah. Tell a friend about the show. Like if you love mm-hmm. the show, tell a, friend. tell a friend. If you don't love the show, tell somebody who is not your friend, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Just tell a person tell about a the show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because we do get to see like where the downloads happen throughout the country oh. and throughout the countries. Yeah. We're actually in 15 countries now and 40 some There's odd that states. There's many? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can, I think I'm going to start posting that map every once in a yep. while and you can cheat, cheat. You can see the chain, the color of your state change mm-hmm. as you get more listens in that state. And we actually added Ontario because of that conversation, somebody in mm-hmm. Ontario popped up. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, subscribe to the show. It makes a big difference. The show is doing better than I think we ever thought it was going to do this fast. Yep. And yeah, yeah. it's super, super exciting. We have some awesome stuff lined up. Oh, so you know, we're super excited. We're I love everything that we've done so far. And we've got some awesome, awesome things coming up. Yeah. For guests to speak yeah. to. And it's it's amazing. And just some cool different ideas coming yeah. up too. Um yeah. and yeah, already the calendar's getting pretty full and we mm-hmm. have some neat stuff on there. Yes. This episode is an interesting <laughs> one. Mm-hmm. We recorded this episode early, early on. Yeah. Third one maybe. I believe, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. You know how I am with counting. This may have been the third or fourth conversation that we recorded. I believe so. And it kind of, we ended up getting to some things that were time sensitive and needed to come out within certain periods of time. Yeah, and yeah. Um, this one just kept kind of sitting there and sitting there. And it's interesting to go back and listen to it because you can definitely tell it's an earlier one. Yep. <laughs> like, just the, I think the interactions have changed a little bit. And we kind mm-hmm. of, we've, the show has sort of, uh, found a rhythm a little bit, but yeah, this, yeah. this, I was so excited about <laughs> this conversation and then listening back to it, I got all excited about it again. It's so much yep. fun. It's yeah, such a yeah. cool, this is the most random, when we talk about creativity and just the hidden corners where creativity happens, this is one of those things where you're like, that's a thing. It, it, <laughs> who thought? Literally, you say that every time. I say that every time, but it's like but this an aspect of this stuff where I was where like, I said, who would have thought? <laughs> so, True. This is Alan Brents, and this guy, there is a world out there that collects really, really high-end action figures. Custom-made, very limited runs, mm-hmm. um, and he does basically like the dioramas and accessories, generally crafted out of wood, that would go with kind of to set mm-hmm. the scene for these action figures. It is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely go to the website, right. lookwhatidid.net to mm-hmm. get the photos for those. It Some of this stuff looks like stills from <laughs> television shows or movies the or whatever. The toys are unbelievable, it's but the, the scenes, like you were saying, are just, it's attention to detail. It's the intricacies yeah. of these small things. And I didn't realize, like when I first met Alan, how good... Yeah, These were. <laughs> he's one of the like top three in the world. He's one of the, apparently only three people in the world so that even crazy. does this at this level that mm-hmm. he does it. But uh, no, it's amazing. It's yeah. he's a set designer at a one six scale. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically just right. And it, it, just to work, <laughs> it it's cool. You have to listen to the show. It's just absolutely yep. amazing. So yeah, check this one out. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend about it. Subscribe. Hit us up on Patreon. Yep. And uh, enjoy. I'm going to have to stop ADA's allowancing so we can get a real studio. It's it's not about what you're using. It's radio magic. <laughs> they don't know you don't get an allowance. Yeah. It's a special effect. They only <laughs> sort of know how ugly we are based on that short video we put out, which I'm disappointed how I look. I hired an if actor. I close my eyes. I hired an unattractive so actor to impersonate myself. <laughs> wow, that poor guy. <laughs> mm.
That's a stunt triple. <laughs> um, stunt double. That's how far down he is. So tell us who you are yeah. and, cool. and what you do. Uh, my name is Alan Brents, and I pretend to be good at making wood stuff. So essentially I will uh, scale down real life-size version stuff into one-sixth of what they would be in this scale. Um, I could probably make it sound better, though, but I'm not sure how. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, You're yeah, like the good. ant man of inanimate objects. You're inanimate yeah. man. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll add sugar. Less ready later. than Paul, Let's... but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you say you're scaling stuff down, but it's not like what's in front of me right now is not dollhouse right. stuff, right? Yeah. Like you're not making like my grandma's dollhouse miniature kitchen or whatever. We have two 12 inch tall. Yep, 12 inch. Yep. Um, at, action figures really shrunk down yeah. people because mm-hmm. they're super detailed. Um, so it looks like on one of them is Sweeney Todd, my Correct. second favorite musical of all time. The other one is a representative from the worst Star Wars trilogy ever made. Oh, not um, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> sort uh, of. Yeah. So how much of this is something? So uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Ewan yes. McGregor version. Yes. Yep. Um, how how much of like what on this is created by you? Um, so none of this is created by me. Um, this is just one of the figures I have. Gotcha. Um, so usually the stuff I make, I don't make for myself. I usually make it to sell for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't have anything that I've made because it's all gone. So this is like something I brought to represent like the scale essentially. Right. Um, but this one is actually mostly custom. Like the clothes are from an actual figure, but the head was sculpted by a guy. Um, this one's actually an official figure, so that one, that one's all official. This one's not. And these are like McFarlane, or what's the other company that does um, like super lifelike, realistic? So this one is called Hot Toys, and then this one is, is one, yeah. Sideshow. Okay. It's mostly Sideshow. The head's custom. The base is custom. Um, there are a lot of guys that do head sculpts and clothes and all that stuff, but I just kind of do like the props, essentially. That, so there's a cottage industry of... Yeah, this thing. There's a very niche market in there that you can just capitalize on, whatever whatever skill you have, you can kind of market it and make money off of it. So the thing, crazy. the thing with this is like, okay, I can buy Obi Wan Kenobi because that's from a eight billion dollar franchise, and so they're gonna make the two hundred dollar sure. version yeah. of that. But I want this droid. Right. That's a background character, and they're right. never making that guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna call you. Yeah. And you're gonna make that. Yeah, um, if it's made out of wood, yes. If it's not, then I can hook you up with someone that can. <laughs> cool. So, this is a collaborative partnership for you. Like somebody is kind of maybe sculpting yeah. the action figure, um, and then you're making the prop pieces of that. Yeah. So, I brought this one because it's one of the first ones that I made something for. So, with this guy, um, it comes with its own like little plastic base. So it comes with a little plastic base, and then a paper cutout of a wood floor. And so, basically, when I first got it started, someone was like, hey, I see you do woodwork. Do you think you can make a real wood floor for my Sweeney Todd figure? And I was like, yeah, sure, I can try. So, you just take the actual base that, they, that it comes with, kind of, you know, get figure out the dimensions of it, and then take it to the wood shop and kind of cut out your own stuff. Gotcha. And then make it look real. Um, but then on the photos that he has here, like, you have... I mean, more than just bases. Like, you've got a TARDIS. 
I don't know what those are. Shield, <laughs> shield 300. Braveheart. Yeah, Braveheart shield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you make anything. But do you take wood and also make it look like other stuff as well? I try to, yeah. Um, so one of those snow ones is from Gangs of New York. It's all wood underneath, but it's covered in... Uh, the first layer is like sheetrock mud, and then I put on fake snow. So, yeah, with that one, that one took a while. That one, essentially, it was burned with a blowtorch for a long time to make it look burned out like in the movie, and then covered with the fake snow and stuff. So, it kind of just depends on if what they want and how detailed and what they really want to be done with it. This is the craziest thing yeah. I've ever seen. Certificate of authenticity. Yeah, people are really picky about that kind of thing. They're like, because yeah. there's usually just me and maybe one other guy doing stuff like that. And so when they're spending like, I think that base was like 350 When they're spending that much money, they're like, yeah, I want to make it look like it's official. In this case, I sell it down the road. So you kind of make it look as official as possible. So yeah. um, people are just into that for the resale value. So what, why the, I guess the one six scale is just to go along with the dolls, right? Right. Yeah. So is that the easiest of the scales? Have you done other versions of that where um, it's smaller? I've done a or? one fourth, which is a bigger, mm-hmm. but usually, uh, the six scale is kind of where the hot spot is with collectors. Yeah. It's not too big, not too small. It's not too like toyish looking. These still look kind of realistic. And then one-fourth, which is about 18 inches, is too big to put anywhere, kind of. So usually one-sixth is where most of the guys are collecting and where the most interest is. Um, I'm not normally doing this in an interview, but go to at mudblood (laughs) underscore SSF and then look at what I'm looking at. (laughs) Uh, There's a guillotine. This is... Yeah, yeah. I just want to live in your house for a while and watch you do things. This is... This is crazy. So there's like boots on here that I have no idea. Oh, for yeah, Noah. A lot of it's kind of just like uh, spam on there that I've put a long time ago, probably like four years ago. So just look at the cool stuff. No, but like <laughs> the boots even, like it looks like, I mean, did you do the leather wrapping on that yeah. to get it to match the... Right, yeah. yeah. Repainted so you're working in multiple mediums a little bit and then yeah, you do... I, I dabble a little bit. You paint. So the fixtures... the. Figures are coming to you from another guy who's sculpting heads and stuff? Usually, or? yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you do any of the sculpting of heads? No. Have you gotten into that? Oh, can't do I saw it. a photo on here. <laughs> I thought of one getting sculpted. So they, I, or as we talked about earlier, somebody with talent makes the action figure. <laughs> Someone else. Then they send it to you because you have the talent in setting the scenery and kind of like yeah, yeah. really giving it a cool base and a mm. like the diorama. So like in this Rick figure, mm-hmm. you did the house, I'm assuming like the... Yeah, like the I did the two corner. sides and the floor. Okay. And then did you do anything else on the figure or is that um, just... So the clothes were made by a company and then I kind of, I think I put black watered down paint on to make it look sweaty. Okay. That's pretty much all I did. Somebody else painted the head, somebody else sculpted the head. Um, there are a lot of guys that are on my Instagram, kind of linked, uh, that do a lot of that stuff. So if you guys are interested in that, you can check that out too. But usually I just stick with the wood stuff and kind of painting around the wood stuff. Okay. So you're you're mostly the kind of the setting of it. Right. Which I yeah. think really elevates the oh, whole... Yeah. Like it looks like the stuff... Because you have some pictures here where like it's sitting in a case. You know, kind of like yeah. these figures are here just there. And They're they look cool. awesome. Yeah. They do look awesome. Yep. 
where you're like, okay. But when you look at the stuff in the background, it's like that's oh, yeah. it just yeah, elevates it like add, a whole another yeah. step. Sets a scene, so to speak. You yeah. know, it does. It says a whole lot more. I mean, I have to ask, what got you into? I can't imagine you woke up one day and you're like, you know, that Lego would look better, right? If it yeah. had a more, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it kind of started. I got a Jack Sparrow figure. He might be on the Instagram. Not really sure, but he also came with a little cardboard ugly base that was just like imitation wood and i was like you know what my dad has a bandsaw outside he has a sander he has all this wood out there can i do it and um i had kind of done some woodwork just because my dad's a carpenter so i kind of knew how to do stuff so i just tried and i you know took some plywood uh took some other stuff stained it made it look decent i put it online i said hey look what i did and people are like oh that's awesome dude Shout nice, out. nice drop. I like that. Yeah, that was so yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. So I was like, all my friends were on. I was like, hey guys, look at this. Internet friends, not real friends. Uh, and they're like, oh, that's awesome. Um, do you make those? Like, do you sell? I was like, I can if you want. Like, I don't know what I'd sell it for, but I'll make one if you want one. So I kind of did a few for free, and they kind of posted theirs on. It's a it's a message board forum for like these figures, and they're like, oh, that's awesome. Can we get one? They're like, yeah, message this guy. He did, he did it for me. And so I started with that one. Those are like 60 bucks a piece for like a 7 by 6 piece of wood. Um, and then it kind of just went from there. Kind of just, someone was like, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? I tried it. If it works out, I, would, I did it. If it didn't work out, then I was like, hey, I tried. It didn't look great. You can have it for free if you want it. But, you know, it kind of just went from there. How, how much do, do they come to you and like, hey, I've got this Heath Ledger Joker action figure and I want that in the interrogation chamber, or is it I just Heath Ledger like make it look cool, which is uh, what I would say. Usually, you're like, hey, can you do this? Like this exact they have scene? a specific scene. Yeah. Okay. Like there's this one Michael Myers porch on there. I think towards the top, I put it on the other day. Uh, the guy was like, hey, I have this Michael Myers figure. Can you make the front porch? And I was like, sure. And so with that one, so some of these are a little more tricky. So you're trying to make the entire thing one six. To real life scale, which is um, if it's a 12 foot tall or a six foot tall person, it's six, 12 inches. Right. So, a lot of guys have those cases we we're talking about, and the the shelves are 15 inches tall by like 15 wide and 11, 11 inches deep, and so you're trying to fit that to that while also making one sixth. So, what you do is you just kind of ask for as many reference shots as they can give you you look for your own you say what exactly do you want because it's kind of hard to it's not hard to imagine what they want but it's also better to have them tell you exactly what they want so you're not on different pages and you make this whole thing you spend all this time and you're like yeah i didn't really want that though so um you just kind of do all the math there are a lot of calculators out there that kind of calculate like one sixth of a door you find the dimensions of a door put it in tells you this and then you kind of figure out what pieces do I have that would make this look decent yeah because it's I mean there's an art form to designing a set piece to make it look like real life right. anyway yeah. and then you're taking that scaling it down using arguably at that point sometimes harder material to yeah. work with because yeah. you know like you don't have a two by four for that door you're right. making a mini <laughs> yeah. two by four and then making a door yep. Yep. and then yep. you're also trying to 
like color match an yeah, existing, yeah. you know, that artist got to go and say, I, I'm going to do this color blue. And then nobody yeah. ever has to really do anything with that. But you're like, okay, now I have to recreate this color blue. Like, yeah. Um, it, what's probably been one of the tougher things for you to like really pull off the background that they were looking for? Um, probably the gangs of New York build a butcher base. It's one of those that's burned out. Um, so that shot in the movie is in there for maybe three to four seconds. Just him standing against this burned out building that's frozen over with ice and snow. Um, and the guy, so the build a butcher figure itself was over a thousand dollars. These guys spend on it. And when, and when they want something done, they want it done really well. And so you just kind of say, here we go. So that one, I think I did three different versions of that one before I got it right. And that's spending six plus hours trying to, you know, scale the pieces of wood to it, trying to make it look burned, trying to make the the snow look real. I think I did sheetrock, look didn't look great. Then I did imitation like Christmas snow, didn't look great. And so I went on some hobby form and I found this other kind of like snow paste. You use that and then you take a little sponge and you kind of like dab it until it kind of looks more realistic. And I think, so on that one, I cut all the pieces. Uh, you make them all look sort of in scale. You hope they look halfway decent. You paint it. Well, no, first I burned it to make it look realistic. Then I painted over the burn stuff. And then you cover all the work that you just did in some fake snow. And, and, that, <laughs> and it's it's hard, but that's one of the ones that was the worst part. Because those guys are super picky. Um, that one has a door because some guy asked for a door specifically in this little tiny space that a real door not fit in. Mm-hmm. But again, they wanted to fit in that shelf. So you're trying to figure out what can I sacrifice and make it still look decent. And then some of them just had, um, like a little burned out window, but definitely when you have three seconds and like maybe three shots of actual scene footage, you're kind of just like, well, here goes nothing. Maybe it's going to work. Maybe it's not going to work out. And those, there's a front to that. There are two sides on each side. And then the floor, which was just snow, but you have to make it look like it's realistic snow, kind of like some footprints in there. And um, kind of just hope for the best. This is insane intention. And you said yeah. that these range... It sounded like six hours was about this one. Like, that's probably top end yeah. kind of on time. So Usually. you actually can put these out, I mean, relatively quick. It's still a yeah. full day of work. Yeah. But I mean, that like I, that would take me an entire lifetime. And they look good. It's not like a lot of times. I mean, oh, I, I also, mean, no, no, no. they look good. Well, that's you know a what nice I mean? Bonus. It's like a lot of times, like. Have me make you one. <laughs> I said like four times here. Oftentimes. When someone says, "Oh, so and so does this or that," miniatures like cool. That sounds yeah. Neat. I mean, Peter Jackson was sort of well known for the miniatures. If you know, that was like a big thing that he did. I'm not saying this is a miniature, but it's a scale down model. But right. I mean, like this TARDIS you have. You know, I looked at that. I expected when uh, Heather <laughs> told me that you did this, I was like, "Oh yeah." That okay, cool. Neat, cool. And I should have just freaking believed her because I was like, okay. And then I looked at it, I was like, whoa, what? The, 
Wow. Oh, no. I was a person <laughs> from the very beginning. I was like, this is going to be incredible yeah, as long is... as he's good. Uh, like, <laughs> it doesn't clam up. Because I watched The Toys That Made Us, and I know. Um, oh, that's on my I haven't watched that yet. Freaking it's, list it's really, it has nothing to do with this, but it's still a really... Because I'm assuming you care about toy culture a little bit. and Yeah, a little, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I care about making money off the people that do care about toy culture. Maybe. Um, what are those? You, you said something earlier, though, of... Uh, man, I have so many so many things I want to... I've literally thought about you for days. Like, I don't oh, know. Sweet, yeah, though. I know. I didn't even know what you looked like. I was just <laughs> fantasizing what this would be like. Um, He's 12 inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a little guy. Can, can we make a recreation of this scene? <laughs> I could probably do that. With the table try. and the... Um, it's, it'd be the saddest diorama you've ever made. <laughs> this is what depression looks like. I call uh, this one sadness. Yes. Uh, does... I mean, there's obviously like a, a kind of an entry barrier to when I've spent enough money on a figure that I'm really considering doing the rest of this, right? Because yeah. that's an investment above and beyond... Right. Just having the one thing. But these figures range from like, you know, low hundreds up to right. apparently a semester of college. Yes. Yeah, and for sure. At the U of A. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. Well, but more than pricey. the $500 Aaron just intimated yeah. it might be. Um, <laughs> so a lot of money. But does that then scale? Like, do you sometimes use the the value of the character to help determine the value of the set piece it's going to go mm. into. Cause like a thousand dollar figure, I'm probably willing to pay more, you um, know, to have a nicer yeah, set yeah. than my hundred. Well, the most expensive I have is like a $40. I have a GI Joe missing a foot. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. 12 footer. <laughs> and my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles aren't 12 inches tall, so they don't get dioramas. They're actually <laughs> probably closer to scale than to a 12 inch <laughs> or a one scale. But yeah, does that play into it? Not really. Um, I kind of just figure out if I'm going to spend this many hours on, I'm going to charge this much per hour. So mm. I'm trying to be like the guys, like, well, I know these guys are spending 1500 bucks on this figure. I can make them pay 400 bucks. It's not really about the money, even though I do like the money that I was getting paid for mm -hmm. it. It's more like if I can do it and I can help them out, I'll charge them a fair, like a fair price. And usually people will come to me and say, hey, so a lot of times guys will set up their own figures. So like, um, the build a butcher. If you look up a guy named Rain Man on Instagram, he has a lot of his own stuff on there. I don't know if I can shout out people. No, yeah, absolutely. It, it'll it'll help you guys and people are listening like figure out who they are and like what they do. Um, the guy named Rain Man, I think it's like Rain Man underscore HK or something like that. You'll probably find him eventually. But yeah, these guys are dropping twelve hundred bucks, fifteen hundred bucks on these figures, and um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh. Well, we were talking about scaling of, co like, get, and oh, I get right, your point right, yeah. where you're saying, like, no, I'm not, like, this person spent $1,500, and I'm not gouging yeah, yeah. them, but I think, like, the person that spent $1,500 is willing to pay your time. Oh, for sure, yeah. For yeah. a more detail. So, I just didn't know if that kind of almost starts the conversation of, like, well, if it's a $100 figure, then obviously, like, you're probably less invested yeah, yeah. in my time. You know, and that's right, going to yeah. lessen the detail a little you, bit. Like, yeah. you're going to go from individual grains of sand to sand-colored paint or right. whatever, right? Like, um, Usually the guys that don't spend a lot of money on the figures will not even like think about... But I feel like $200 is a lot of money on a figure. Oh, so... Uh, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, I, so 200 I'm not, what? I'm not in the world, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Like, so what's this guy? So he originally was 225 when it came out. Right. Um, now he probably runs closer to 275. Um, there are some figures that you buy for 275, and now they're worth six, eight hundred bucks. So um, get in early. Pretty much, yeah. Get in early. If you, if you want to be a scalper, get in early. Buy like three, and then wait a year. Um, so like this Obi Wan. Um, all in all, it's probably closer to eight hundred bucks with all the accessories I had with it. Don't listen to this um, one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. It's an expensive hobby. It is a. Do you collect as well? Yeah, I have. So you do like the toys that made us. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have more than enough I care to say. But um yeah, definitely if they're spending I'd say the low like the lowest you can buy one of these figures for is two twenty five. Um if they're just buying one of those Habsies. Is there a, a woman that's sawn in half and we could both have oh. Like down the middle, not of the. the like, you can probably find one to be honest. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's got to there. be like an old like. Yeah, I think there's like Harry Houdini line. Yeah, of that would be. I, I'd <laughs> go half figures. Se- we split it half four on, a, on yeah. a half woman. Half season <laughs> on a half. Man, no, so it's great ideas. I wish I had talent again. Yeah. Well, I, um, so you're in between shops, so to speak, right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, in being able to manufacture anything, make anything. Yeah, when I moved to Fayetteville, I kind of lost the shop that was my dad's. So um, sometimes I go back home on the weekends, try to knock out a few few quick things. Um, it's just hard to try to do all that in like a day and a half when I go home on the weekend. So I'm still looking to get some more stuff up here. But yeah, usually it takes at least a good full two to three days to even make one thing. Because half the time you're either waiting for glue to dry, you're waiting for stain to dry, you're waiting for paint to dry, you're waiting on, you just get hot, you get tired, you're like, this is stupid, why am I doing this? <laughs> but yeah, um, I would say a full piece probably takes conservatively like three to four days just because you have to wait for stuff, you All get burnt steps. out. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. No, like, I get it. Yeah, just like you're cutting stuff like I did uh, those whiskey crates, I think we made like 30 of those. Um, that's all just cutting the wood by itself and then gluing all that wood together and cutting it in three. So it looks like it has the three separate sides, three separate, um, pieces to it. That one took probably two weeks of me just hating it, hating my life. And then kind of going back to, I'm going to glue these and I'm done. I'm going to cut these and I'm done. And then... So what we're looking at is a photo of a Canadian Club whiskey crate, right? And then some bottles of whiskey. Yep. Um, and it's it looks like a photo of the actual thing, honestly. Like it looks super realistic. Once again, Mudblood underscore <laughs> SSF. It'll be in show notes. And we're back. Ish. At the ish. Well, point. we are back. We're not back ish, but this is the ish point. We're back. Yeah. I had to clarify. Yeah. What I said. Ish. Mm-hmm. Ish. Clarify ish. We're we're <laughs> we're ish here. I I I yeah. this this conversation is just a fascinating thing. It mm-hmm. it's just such a not bizarre world. It's just such an interesting corner of a fandom. You know, yep. like you see cosplay and you see some of these other really big extravagant expressions of loving a thing. And then you have these people that have a shelf in their home somewhere mm-hmm. spending the same kind of money in some cases yep. showing a love for a thing as well. And I think that like, I, 
I can say I didn't fully appreciate, I'm not sure I even fully understood this kind of thing. You know, you'll see a mm-hmm. really expensive toy and you're like, oh, I can't believe somebody paid $200 for that. And then you're talking about toys that are 1500 5000 mm-hmm. maybe more. And just the amount of attention and to detail and care is just right. absolutely right. incredible. It's this good. this is awesome. Mm-hmm. What's his Instagram? It's uh, mudblood underscore SSF, but it's M-U-D-B-L-O-O-D underscore S-S-F. Yeah, and you definitely, definitely want to check it out. In this interview, in this conversation, Alan says that he's not doing it anymore, that he's taking a break, but he's back up and running. Back up. So he is mm-hmm. he is back in the swing of things and doing mm-hmm. things again now. Right. That's actually, that's why we decided to that's come out a, with the episode now. Right. Yeah, it was timing. Right. It was for Alan. Yeah, he had moved that's up why. to Northwest Arkansas, and they just, you know, true. we discussed it was brand that in the new. episode. Yeah. So, like, he had lost access to all this stuff, but now he's back, because I had spoken with, uh, Heather works with him, and so talk to her about that and she's like yeah he's got everything so he's going so uh all right all right do go to look what i did.net order yourself a t-shirt yep or a mug we still have some of those available and uh aaron will throw in a free sticker since i can't throw anything across an ocean (laughs) well you can in a bottle and it oh wait 10 to 25 years t-shirt in a bottle t-shirt in a bottle all right um that was terrible okay so now back to a a much better conversation with mr alan brents yep i don't think you say enjoy no i was just saying it okay all right we'll just kind of fade out and so on this a what is this like what was it for that you had to make 30 of them um so that was from a show called boardwalk empire Mm -hmm. it's for the uh Steve Buscemi figure. Mm-hmm. Um, they made like his, I think it's, he's Nucky Thompson on yep. there. Um, so yeah, there is a figure I've done of that. I think his cost about two grand Gosh. for the suit, the head sculpt, and all the accessories. <laughs> um, yeah, it gets very silly how much people spend on this stuff. It, it sounds ridiculous. It sounds like it's a lie. Um, it is not. These guys are kind of crazy about what they collect. But yeah, that one. Did you do the lettering on there? No, so... Um, we're all like I have a few buddies in in the uh, in the community. Um, he he did the bottles, he did the labels, and he did the um, it's a water slide decal on the front of it. Gotcha. So I kind of just did the the crate box. Yeah, yeah, the crate. Yeah. So some guy was like, "Hey, I'm doing this like I think 15, 20 figure run of the the figure." He was like, "Hey, all these guys want accessories. What can you do? Like, what's your price?" I mean, you have little mini nail heads in here. Yep. So those this are actually those are little pin nails. nails. Pin yeah. nails. Yeah. Sweet. Little this pin is nails. So detailed. That's... Yeah. That's the other hard part is trying to figure out what, like, nail or screw or, like, what wood grain will look right in that scale because, like, you can't use pine on something no. like that because you'll see the giant pieces of grain. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was just some, uh, like that eight eight inch thick like plywood plywood it's like laminate almost oh yeah i forgot what it's called yeah i just had it in the shop so i used it um but yeah that's that's that one yeah finding the right wood and finding the right um nails or screws i hadn't thought about that like scaling you're literally building like a set to honey i shrunk the kids every day of like how does this thing (laughs) texture wise work Mm -hmm. down to i didn't even think about wood grain yeah because on a size if you were to look at it Sort of at scale, and you see giant green. That's that's a giveaway, right? And you know, I can mm-hmm. see that, or the nails, or the screws being. It's like, 
it could look good, but then that would be a dead giveaway. Yeah. Like the sand you were talking about. Water is a big thing in movies that is really hard to scale down for it to look real. Right. But there are certain things that just don't scale down. And wood, I guess you could find a tight grain of some sort. Usually I use oak for like the tight grain. Like I think all the shields are oak and then there are a few pieces in there that are oak because it's just tight grain. It looks decent in scale. Man, can't wait till you get some stuff back up. Me too. <laughs> so on the on the porch on the Halloween thing, did you buy these posts or did you turn those on a lathe? Um, I know you said you've used a lathe before. Yeah, so the posts were actually from Hobby Lobby. I tried to turn them on a lathe and I just got so frustrated. I was because um it's just kinda hard, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the greatest woodworker, it was just frustrating. And I ended up just saying, Hey, I'm just gonna buy these from Hobby Lobby. Is that cool? And it's like, Yeah, cool. Well, and but, at that um, scale, you're almost turning a toothpick. Like yeah. that's even thinner yeah. than a pen. You know, yeah. like that's not a. That would be. That's a really fine detail. Yeah, I just had really big um, tools. I forget the knives. The knives, yeah. yeah. And so they weren't doing any, doing me any favors. So I just kind of gave up. But the siding on that was actually made like real siding. Mm-hmm. Um, you cut off like the bottom part and you kind of step it. I don't know what the term is called for that, but kind it was of made like, grooved like tongue and groove, yeah, almost tongue style, and groove, yeah. Much, mm-hmm. yeah. And that took a while. You're just running across the band, or the uh, table saw little by little, so you cut out that one little strip. The 30 second uh, of yep. an inch yeah. on each, like, <laughs> yeah. the tiniest dados ever. Yep, yeah. and, like, people don't realize that there's so much work into it, because they're like, oh, yeah, it looks cool. But you're like, yeah, but look, look, look at this, though. Like, I did that, and they're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. but I, okay, so I do yeah. some woodwork. Uh, yeah. Like, I made this table that you're at, um, but it's large and square, <laughs> and I still messed up. <laughs> so Can't tell. trying no, to scale just don't this look at thing <laughs> yeah if you just keep eye level with me um that's even but worse like trying to scale this it's already hard enough to make a square object at a size yeah. where i'm easily manipulating what i'm working with mm-hmm, right right and then when you get down to so the only thing that would even begin i could relate to this at all would be i've kind of taken a shake at painting minis mm-hmm. um and not that I play D and D yet, and I don't have to. No, <laughs> he does. I mean for uh, other stuff. Um, but then you're working out on this really fine scale, and you're dealing with like I literally have a magnifying glass, and yeah. you know, really, you're doing the same thing here, but then you're also literally crafting at that level, and that's the thing that's blowing my mind. Where I think like even the pictures probably don't quite do it justice. Yeah, you know, like. And what I want to try to convey to people is just the insane, like this is craftsmanship you would be happy to have at full scale in your home yeah. done at a 16th of the size, like that's, or a sixth six, of the size. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, I'm not measuring. Measuring is not my thing. Um, <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> math is for smart people. It are. Uh, yeah, so I mean, just the level of detail in it, and like Aaron was saying earlier, just the ability to think about how I'm going to scale and bring that down and make that work, and then to put in the time to put in, you know, a dado cut on a little tiny yeah. piece of wood to, that's yeah, it's absolutely incredible. You, so you, you do have to get the big picture. No, it's a it's a one sixth picture. Right. It's you a small. To, you picture. have to get the big. It's a small. small, small yeah, but I mean, it's thinking way ahead. I would think, you know. We're trying. Also, that one looks like he's about to kill himself. You're pointing at Doctor Who. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Sorry. Yeah. There's a photo of one of the Doctor Who's because I'm not a Doctor Who fan. Probably lost like four listeners. He All is of the listeners. Just um, don't quit listening. 
please come back. I like I like all the Doctor Who's. Uh, what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to edit that part out. No. So what I was going to say. So, I mean, this is a skill, obviously, that is. What's your end? Like, is this just a thing that you're doing, or is there an idea of like, man, I hope one day, because like the original Enterprise is made of wood. Um, and it's therefore falling apart in a Smithsonian because it can't hold its own weight and paint and whatever. But, uh, like you have a skill that is still in demand, I think in that level. Um, what's the, like, is the idea to eventually be a toy designer? Is it to Hmm. take, I mean, is this just something you do and it just pays bills? Yeah. It was just something I did for fun and it paid me money that I could buy more figures and like just have spending money aside from my real job. Um, I would love to take it further, but as it is now, it's, it was more of like a, I have time to do this. I have time to do that. I'm going to do it, but I would love to do that full time. Cause like I make, I make little like stools and coffee tables, stuff like that. But, um, no one really cares if you make a coffee table cause like everyone else can make a coffee table. I kind of hurt, but okay, um, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's super fun. I, I love doing it. Um, I haven't done it in, I haven't done it like super hardcore in a while just because i don't have the tools anymore i mean there's a shop literally outside there i might so take up that's that. uh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna just i will figure out how to make my own action figure of me and then you will show me how to make a diorama for I myself could. and rent paid uh <laughs> that's, um yeah i think i mean this is an insane like it it's artistry at the highest level and i think it's like it's insane to have that level of just capability and for it to be just a hot, like this is something I feel like people spend a long time. You can spend a lifetime learning to be a good work woodworker, right? Right, Like, and then to take that in this totally other direction and be, I'm probably not a legal judge of this, but a master of the craft, uh, of miniaturization. Yeah. It just seems like this is something where you just need, there's that. Have you seen that thing where that girl makes wings? No. They're like functional wings. Oh yeah, yeah, like the cosplay and, wings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's gotten to the point where that's like, <gasps> that's probably her job. Can you scale she, this back up to life size, and then cosplayers could have a diorama they just carry around <laughs> with them on dollies? I wish. To, I mean, San Diego Comic Con with just Alan dioramas <laughs> rolling around behind them. It. Yeah, and it's got to be easier at life size, so you'd just be knocking yeah. those things out left and right. Possibly. Shipping would be a bear, but otherwise, yeah. Shipping always sucks on those things. I believe it. How yeah. do you ship them? Um, very carefully, usually in pieces. By hand, just walk them to the door. Uh, it, <laughs> I've them. had one destroyed because it went to <sighs> went to um, Gibraltar, um, one of the uh, snow bases. Rocks of Gibraltar? Yes, the Straits of Gibraltar. Somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that place. Um, Remind I've, us where that is. It's going into the I'm Mediterranean. Consult my It's uh, the two, it's the point that goes okay. in, I'm pretty sure. There's people out there that won't know. And so we'll pretend like we do know. Yeah, that also is kind of a uh, a trick to it. So I usually try to make the bigger pieces in two parts, so they can pop out at the the base and like the back wall. Right. That way they can, they can ship flat. Right. Um. Sometimes they can, and sometimes they get destroyed in the mail, and it's heartbreaking for both parties. And I have to do it again, and I have to hope that they are not mad at me because I like ruined the thing I made for them, and they already paid for it. And they would look at you as it's your fault, even though it's yeah, supposed. Pretty, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Goes you, like, this may sound insane, but like, do you build little mini crates for them? Like that, I would Ooh. do that almost. Like, to no, it's a good idea. Something more structural. Do you insure 
The packages? Yeah, so I insure them for their actual worth. A lot of guys are like, don't market full price because customs going to charge me. I'm like, well, if you want your money Are you back, shipping these internationally? Yes. most. Oh so not most of them, but probably half are international. That Gibraltar place, right? <laughs> yeah. So Fair I've, enough. Yeah, you just said it. I've sent I, thought to, the straight, I thought the Mediterranean was by Beaver Lake. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was a Suez. <laughs> <laughs> Panama Canal is just like south yeah. of here. Yep. All right, sorry. So you're shipping internationally? Uh, yeah, so I've shipped to Gibraltar. One got destroyed. I've shipped to South Africa, Ireland, um, somewhere in Russia, which was kind of tricky because I think their customs are very picky, and they will open the box and they'll, they'll inspect what you have. Um, pretty much everywhere in the U.S., but the international stuff is always super tricky. So I usually I'll get the um, the like bedding foam like the weird egg stuff oh yeah, yeah and yeah. like i'll pack the bottom i'll pack the sides and i'll put bubble wrap all around it i'll put as much stuff as i can in there and sometimes i still just get beaten up beyond recognition and it well because they're really yeah they're pretty thin, fragile like yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean they would have to be that is i is this weird that i half expected you to say japan as a big because that seems like a very collector weirdly oriented en- weirdly enough i have not shipped anything to japan even though there are a lot of guys that do you want stuff from there? But um, just haven't had the opportunity. Like I, I wasn't expecting Europe to be this hotbed of man. Europe is one of the biggest places that, that is, buy that stuff. Is there a reason why? Um, I want to say they're dollar stronger. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. Or it's I mean American culture kind of overseas. You know the movies yeah. part of that on certain yeah things, certain things are Brit- British, but maybe it's you know American culture's big. Oh, I had this made in America. That's how oh, I yeah, say it with maybe. like a Peterson pipe. Yeah. You know, hey, Ireland. <laughs> you know, it's it's from are, overseas. Or are we known for toy design? No. So most of the stuff. So like this one, the Hot Toys one, that's made in um, Hong Kong. So, but but the designer could be here. I mean, manufacturer could be anywhere. No, they're all they're on like Hong Kong. They're Hong Kong artists. They are Hong Kong tailors. They're all those guys that li- that um, live there and do their whole thing. Um, the guy that sculpted this one, he's American. Um, his name is Kane, I think. Kane Productions on Instagram. But, I don't know, it's usually just guys from overseas that want stuff oh, made. That, that's a good point. So, some of these are big companies. Yeah. Some of these are yes, a guy yes, who, because you actually said about Boardwalk Empire, hey, this guy, like, yeah. I'm doing a small run. Mm-hmm. So, one guy is sitting at home, and he's like, I'm going to make this action figure and hope there's a buyer for um, it. So, how it kind of goes... Um, we're all in this forum called Sideshow Freaks, which is what the SSF, SSF is. Yeah. Um, Sideshow is a toy company. They make their own figures and they just they distribute other figures. So usually you're on you're on the like the custom section on that forum. Some guy says, "Hey, would you guys want this figure?" People say, "Yeah, I I think I'd like one." So like they start an interest list. If they hit like ten to twenty, like all right, I'm gonna talk to this sculptor for the head, talk to this tailor for the clothes. We're gonna source these kind of bodies. We're gonna figure out who's gonna do the accessories like um just like nucky he had cigarettes he had a whiskey whiskey bottle he had whiskey glasses he had the crates so it's all like usually five to six maybe sometimes more than that different people doing this thing making all the pieces they all get shipped to the one guy who started the run he puts all together and he ships it and usually um those guys do make a profit off their off the figures so like you know they'll sell it for 1500 but that only cost them a thousand to actually make it so they're making profit off of that one figure yeah 
So it's still, it's a lot more work as most things are, you know, than what you would think just by looking at it. You're like, oh, cool. You know, that's yep. mass, mass produced. But, but it's kind of cool you know, that it's like a global sourcing for a really custom, yeah, one arguably off. close to one-off yeah. thing. I mean, 20 for worldwide. Yep. I mean, everything about this, like the accessories you've made, the clothing, it's extremely custom. Like, custom-made to the degree, like every tiny bit Yeah, seems to be... Is, is this a world where trading happens? Like, because I feel like if I'm oh, that yeah. invested in the figure, then it's like, nope, I'm keeping this figure forever yeah. because I basically mm. was one of the people that created it. But I can also see a world where it's like, well, I, I enjoyed him, mm. but oh, yeah. man, I didn't know that yeah. one was out there. Yeah, I want the I'll trade. Building. Yeah. yeah. Trading is a huge thing. It takes a lot of trust because you're just dudes on the internet that take it at face value that I will set you my figure for your figure. Right. Um, yeah, trading is a big thing. Because, you know, you don't want to spend another 300 to a couple of thousand dollars on a figure. So, like, I'll give you mine if you give me yours. And you hope that they're not going to screw you over. Right. And they'll, or it's just a, yeah. a one-twelfth. Yeah. <laughs> a Funko Pop. Send, yeah. you, send, send you an empty box and <laughs> say, ha-ha. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes a lot of trust. Um, but, yeah, people definitely kind of shuffle figures around. Like, I have had a figure that my buddy had that his friend had that I sent to somebody else and I got back eventually. But um, for some of the more custom ones, you guys usually hold on to those as long as they can, unless like they're hurting for cash. Right. But like the mass-produced stuff, like Sweeney Todd, you can still pick them up. Not um, they're not being made anymore, but you can still pick them up for almost the same price. But like the custom stuff, you're gonna pay for way more than what it was originally. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, well, because there's no chance of getting it exactly. Again, right. right. There's, yeah. Usually when they do that, they're gonna make twenty, no more. If they do make more, they're going to be a different version. So, like, mm. the original guys don't feel cheated. So, there are probably three different build a butchers out there. Um, there are a lot of Tyler Durdens out there from Fight Club. Mm, that's um, cool. A lot of um, Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood. There are probably three of those guys out there. Um, just a lot of, like, really niche films that didn't get the chance to be made, mass-produced. That guys are like, I really love this movie. I have to have this figure, and they'll pay a lot of money to get it. So they'll commission an artist. Yep. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all commission like based. Yes, yeah. What people are doing for you? Have you ever made aside from the the boxes there for the Canadian whiskey? <clears throat> is there anything you've made multiples of? And I don't not like the shields, but mm-hmm. like you know the, the scenarios for like, hey, you know, I've got three friends that have this doll. I want this set up. You know. Yeah, like you've repeat. done the diorama for the 20 figures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Um, I've done, at the most dioramas I've done, I think I did five or six of them. Dioramas are just, they take a lot of room. They are expensive to produce. People don't always want to buy them. So dioramas are usually, at most, eight probably. Um, and there's usually just me and maybe one other guy doing it. And um, he is more selective in what he chooses. So... I'm kind of the catch-all guy because, like, I don't care if you want, like, the smallest thing done. Like, if it's fun, I'll do it for you. Right. And he's not in for more for the money, but he's kind of there for the recognition. He's like, how good can I get this one thing to look? And I'll spend this long on it. But as long as I can do it as fun, like, I'll make whatever you want. But yeah. it's it's kind of just demand and how long it's going to take and who wants it. So... Excellent. So is there, I mean, there's a message board for people to put out and go, I'm looking for this. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as... 
Yeah, so it's called Sideshow Freaks. They actually shut down the custom section like a month ago. Um, they got into some legal problems. So they're all kind of moving. They're all kind of leaving a ship to another website. But um, I yeah. can see Warner Brothers or Paramount or somebody yep. coming in um, and being like, no, you can't have this 12-inch yes. Kirk doll. It's usually Disney. Disney will oh, shut it down. Yeah. And yeah. Paramount's notoriously bad. But HBO, yeah, Disney. Disney Even see. for making the... Yeah. Like the accessories because and the things around Well, it. you might get away with accessories. Accessories, but yes. Heads, this, yep, heads, they own that yep, likeness. They, they, and own, they can yep, totally sue for yep, that. Exactly. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's a bummer. Yep. But... Like, Disney now yeah. owns this idea of Ewan McGregor. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep, they will shut it down as soon as they can, usually. So um, it's extreme. When someone says something's rare in this field, it is... Very and what's weird. funny about that is like it doesn't really hurt them because it's not a thing that yeah, existed ha- before, and it's yeah. really just people who love the thing you made so much that they're willing to create kind of a minor cottage and honestly telling you like, hey, I you know there was, uh, I mean, there's something to be said that you could produce a hundred or two hundred of this thing and sell oh. it off, and like it wouldn't be that worth it for that company, but it would buy a lot of fan loyalty maybe. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is like, um, usually his heads are not made more than. 20 to 30 and they're like shut it down right now 30 figures or 30 heads versus like the thousands and millions of toys that they sell is it really going to hurt you that much right but they will they'll they'll shut it down so if they have the likeness to daniel day lewis for some reason like the production company right they'll have to like change the name and make it sound like the character that you're thinking it is but like it can't say like build a butcher it'll say like the new york Gangster, the right. you know, butcher, and sort I think of like bit torrents. Yeah, they kind of just like <laughs> yeah, they can like this sounds like that, so maybe you'll click on it. But yeah, it's very, it's not illegal, but it's not. They just want to have their money, and like they're not really concerned about the hobby. And like people love the characters, just like we own that, so it's ours. You can't have it. But mm. yeah, like likeness is the biggest thing that they'll shut down. Like clothes, they don't really care about, but if it's somebody's face. They're like, yeah, you have to, you have to not do that, and so they'll do it on other forums in secret, kind of. So it's kind of, it's kind of a strange thing, but yeah, the, the wood black stuff. market of action figures. God, it's got so seedy, it's so fast. Yeah, it's you're weird. the most felon-like person we've Dude. ever had as a guest. Is this the I've deep never, web, the dark web? I've never gotten pulled over, so. <laughs> uh, never I've got my cachet of <laughs> oh, it's, illegal it's, action it's figure toys, accessories. No officer, that's not my miniature Canadian whiskey crate. How did I get in this vehicle? <laughs> it was here when I rented it. <laughs> Oh man! Someone broke in and stole all my toy. <laughs> my, never mind. Just go away. I have nothing. Yeah. Um, is there an action figure that you? What's the action figure you wish existed that doesn't exist yet? Um, probably. Um, Ian Malcolm or Alan Grant from the first Jurassic Park. Um, I'm I'll shocked look. that neither one of those exist. Right? Yeah, you think yeah. they would be, but yeah, no one has made one. No one's made a custom one. There's no company that's made a, a real one, and you think they would because it's a huge franchise. But there's there is interest, but there's like no one trying to buy the rights to it. Um, they're like some one tenth like diorama pieces, but they're stone. Like they're not movable, and mm. like a lot of times guys want to pose it. They want it to look real. They want like the real clothes. Yeah, there's there's nothing like that for Jurassic Park out there, and that's kind of a bummer. 
Would your Ian Malcolm be the one with the unbuttoned shirt, sweating on the table? I would love it to be. Yeah, that would be the one, right? I w- yep, I would love to I have it that would have way. to be the one. Put like some little sweat on there. I would have a little cup of water that just vibrated somehow. <laughs> you could probably... You could, you could, and, if, and you could find something to do that. Oh, that's a weird thing. Of course, thing. yeah. Yeah, you could find something that could do that Man. for you. An Arduino? <laughs> is, there one, is there a figure that's ever shocked you? Like, wow, I can't believe that like enough people wanted this one. Um... Oh yeah, totally. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but there are some who are just like, why would you want that? Um, if I spend like five minutes on Instagram, I could find it probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like the weirdest stuff. Claire like, Danes from My So-Called Life. Like There I probably mean, is one. Oh I, I love um, Claire Danes from My So-Called Life, but that's one where I'm like, I don't know if you'd spend $1,500 on the life. Like, well, there are a lot of like bootleg figures out there that are not official. They're just kind of mass produced by like a Asian company. Right. Um, a lot of times you're either like bikini clad women to where it like makes you almost embarrassed to be in part of the hobby because it's like who who's buying this and who wants like this string bikini like large like well endowed woman on your shelf. But yeah, there's just a lot of like Is it characters that normally are in a bikini or is it like no, I took I took Buffy the Vampire Slayer and put her in both, a gotcha. Both. A lot of times uh, it's like anime characters, but they'll like include like a head that looks like somebody else that they would want. Um, to be bikini clad. Gotcha. But as far as like mainstream movies go, there's like a lot of like niche horror movies like that no one's heard of, but they all sell super well. Um, like all the Halloween movies, like even the super terrible ones have custom figures that get bought within like minutes. But horror movies, I think have that, like horror movies are that thing where like you don't watch them or you are madly in yeah, love with true. them and like yeah. really, really into it. Like I can see it's the, those share a science fiction world of like the props and the accessories and the screen. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a rabid fan base. I think for those, yeah. I can see that the worse, the better kind of a thing. I think I'm trying to think of like married with children. Like that to me would be a weird one for there somebody actually to do. Is an Al Bundy figure. Is well, there? Yeah. That make, but that it makes looked, sense. I know, but that's the yeah. one where you're like, yeah, like did somebody, but also at the same time, yeah. that'd be sweet. <laughs> it's one, yep. one guy spent probably a good chunk of cash for his own Al Bundy figure on a, on like a couch that somebody made for him. It <laughs> looked good, but you're just like, why would you want it? Like some mm-hmm. random guy was like, can I have Al Bundy in my shelf? And he did. So that's that's weird that, well, you, that they brought it up. Like I can probably find it later. But the yeah. only one. He, yeah, he's the I, only one um, that has it. So, but anyway, it was really important. I had that one in my collection, and that's why I just wanted <laughs> yep. yeah, pretty much like it's some the totality same one of my thing collection. that I don't have an Al Bundy <laughs> um, miniature. Just kidding, yeah. I do. I do now. If you, if you have the money, like you can get whatever you want. That's the thing. And, it's weird. Well, well, well that's yeah. true, and also super creepy for you to say. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> Have you heard of Liam Neeson? Let's take Just this don't part take out. Those <laughs> yeah. There actually are taken figures. There are like three of those yeah, there Liam are. Neeson oh. figures. Yeah. What? Yeah. One for each of the bad movies. Uh, the first, <laughs> I like the, the first, first one's one. amazing. Yeah. And the second one's pretty I good. Like and I don't it. know if I've seen the third one. The TV show. There's a TV show. It's not bad. No. We're really oh, yeah. rabbit holing that The guy one. from uh, Vikings, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, actually the, the Married with Children couch. Have you ever done like a multi-figure? I mean... I, the one with the Halloween, uh, Jason has two figures in it. Mm-hmm. But have you done what, like Big Bang Theory, where you have six people sitting on a couch? Like, have you gotten something like um, that? I have self respect, so I'll never do anything for, for Big Bang Theory. Ooh, <laughs> virtual high five right here. Sick. Not gonna. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Daniel. No. Um, uh, the most I've done was, I think, for the <laughs> Halloween one, 
Usually. <laughs> Sorry. He'll uh, get over it. I really, really love Big Bang Theory. Do you? Although I haven't seen it since like season you nine, watch so maybe it. things went sideways. You've watched nine seasons of it. Watch though. it without the laugh track, and you'll hate it. I don't think I will. It's no. it's 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 hard to watch without the laugh track. It's hard to watch. Anyway, <laughs> we want followers. <laughs> not, <laughs> Apparently, not followers. none of them can I'm be kidding. fans of Big no. Bang Theory. I, I don't like it. I'm here for you. I'm representing anyway, the little man. But hey, okay, so diff- the Simpsons. Anyway. Um, would you even do something like that? Because that's so cartoony. Yeah, like I that's. I think the the trick would be to get them to look good in scale and mm. like as yellow people. Um, I would certainly try if somebody asked me to, but I don't. There's never been like a cartoon figure that I've seen that looked really good, really good. And so, like, be awesome. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That, oh, getting that, that is like mix. a. Has yes. anybody done that? There's a Jessica Rabbit out there. Yeah. Well. But what about it? What's his name? Um, with like Bob Hoskins yeah, or something Bob like Hoskins do that with Jessica Rabbit and do oh. Yeah. If you want it, you can have it. Somebody will make it for you. Yeah, oh. you keep saying yeah. the creepiest <laughs> statement ever. But yes, yeah. <laughs> if you How have much money, money you for have, it, yes. they will make it for you. If you have all the money, you can have whatever you yes. want. A small loan. I have a Voltron action figure. I'm trying to figure out what the diorama would be for that. Oh, a I planet. What would it take to build a planet? Um, at least 40 bucks, I would say. I don't know. All right, 40 bucks. <laughs> We're well on our way. Forty, forty. Um, the action figure is 15 inches high, but I want the I want it scaled yeah. to the planet. Ooh, oh, I don't know. Oh, that'd be Jeez. so... Wait, do you use algebra? <laughs> because no, I don't. Well, get out your calculator now, hot shot. First. You know, I bet the people on Big Bang Theory would have an answer for how big that, <laughs> that planet yes, Earth would have to be. Someone else would have written it. Hmm. Well, I like uh, Chuck Lorre. Uh, I mean, I, personally, Lurie? I don't know, actually. But I like Hugh Lorre yeah. as well. Yes. We can agree um, on that, right, everyone? Good. We all came back together over Hugh Lorre. Who would have thought out there that too. was what was going to happen? I could, that makes sense, though. I mean, he's got a, a, a definite look. Who, Hugh Lorre? Yeah, there, yeah, there's a house figure out there. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I totally buy like that. Like his whole like front yard, backyard? No. Does he come with a little bottle of pain pills? He does. Oh. He comes with pain pills, what? a cane. What's uh, the background you make for... And uh, a Stuart Little DVD. <laughs> <laughs> no, it needs to be a Fender guitar. Please tell me you'd make a little mini Fender guitar. I tried for to make a, a Telecaster once. Um, it was very tedious and like hard. Um, I sort of made a real, like a actual guitar one time. It was That was way easier than trying to make a six-scale guitar just because it's so small and like... I feel like everything is easier it real size than be, six yeah. scale. I'd say that True, the strings yeah. and the frets would be tough, right? The strings. I, mean, I was I was gonna use actual like the thinnest guitar string for that, mm-hmm. or like just even like actual string. But yeah, I don't know. I've tried. It was not that easy. But mm. um, usually when it's that kind of thing, they will three D model it and just print it out. That's also a huge thing. In this hobby is three D printing. Um, there's a lot of guys on there that do that stuff. They'll model in three D. Um, this guy was modeled in clay, but there are a lot of digital sculptor- sculptors out there that do um, heads, accessories, all kinds of stuff. And sometimes there's like some like beef between the digital guys and like the hand, like the like. A 3D printing just recently got to the point where it's remotely affordable and you can do that level of detail mm-hmm. for a head. Yep. Like, but is it takeaway? I think where they're going, just yeah, like we, you know, CNCs and all that. You know, it's is it taking away from the artistry part? You still have yeah, to artistry, you know. artistically draw in that yeah. virtual environment. It's still I'm on both sides of it. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's definitely it's easy. I wouldn't say it's easier, but it's more accessible almost. I guess to do 3D, 
Um, but yeah, like if if you have a talent, then you should do it. But there are a lot of guys that will not buy 3D modeled heads; they will only buy hand sculpted, and that's just kind of silly to me. But well, but that's kind of like but the it's like a purist. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. purist. Uh, that's funny that in like action figure customization, there's a purist there are a lot of group angry and angry people that will not ever ever do 3D modeled anything. Is 3D modeled in your opinion? Is 3D modeling equivalent yet? As far as like when I go to print that, or is clay still a little bit ahead? Honestly, this is gonna. If anybody listens to this, that I know, they're probably gonna be like, "Why would you say that?" It's a um, little bit better. 3D printing a lot of times will blow like hand sculpted stuff out of the water. Is that because of the quality of the person sculpting, or because um, the quality of print and like the sculptor? Because you can put those fine like skin details in there, right. and usually uh, if you have a, a good enough printer, it's gonna print out those fine details. Uh, another question that we ask everyone towards maybe the end of the interview or whatever. It's actually uh, you, about it's 40 actually, minutes before we quit talking, yeah. but it's when we <laughs> were thinking about <laughs> wrapping up is really the... Um, it's finished the sentence, basically. Okay. It's, I wish I could. And the rest is you. Um, I wish I could make this a career. Um, I would love to do this all day, every day, if I could. Um I just wish I could do woodworking, I guess, and not have to rely on another form of um, income. Because that, that's fun to me. It's not... I'd love to have a hobby as a career, I guess. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Kelly.